0: Welcome to Listen In on the Lancer Feed.
1: Hi, my name is Grace Kirtley. I'm the web editor for the Lancer Feed, and today I'm joined by Ashisha Liu and Jessica Watts. They are both freshmen, and today we are going to discuss some love advice from freshmen in this month of love. So first, I'm going to ask you, what is your opinion of the best Valentine's Day gift?
2: Right, so in my opinion, I'm more of a materialistic type of person. So I would think a life size teddy bear. Oh my God. Like at least five foot five. Five (laughs) foot
0: five specifically.
2: Exactly. And maybe like a heart shaped box of chocolates and a really nice heartfelt card.
0: Okay, I definitely agree with the card because that's just so cute. But, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything materialistic. It doesn't necessarily have to be something physical. Just as long as you know that you are loved during Valentine's Day and that you are cared for and that someone out there is going to be the love of your life someday, that's, that's all I care about.
1: Right, right. So say you don't have a boyfriend or girlfriend, what do you say that single should do on Valentine's Day? Do their homework? I mean, like, <laughs> that's
2: what I'm well, going to do. Yeah. And Valentine's Day doesn't have to be a day for, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's just a day of love. So even if it's...
1: Right,
0: just it's, give, like, your mom and dad a hug. Yeah,
2: or even mm-hmm. if it's, like, one of your best friends, you can still say Happy Valentine's Day or you can still get them a present or a gift of some sort. It doesn't have to be love. Right, like love.
0: romantic love does is like the usual for valentine's day but it can also be like within family members or friendships or like even love for yourself like take a day to care for yourself even if you're single on valentine's
1: day take a nice long warm bath you know like just just live your life yeah self-care okay so now we're going to go through some scenarios of possible love situations um So the first one we have is, say, an acquaintance. So kind of a friend um, asks you to homecoming. Poster and everything, maybe some puns, um, but you already have a group that plans with a group you're already going with. Um, What do you do, or if you reject, how do you let them down?
2: So my opinion, I don't think I would reject in that case. Like, if they're an acquaintance, then I know them... I probably know them pretty well, and I'd probably talk to them on a semi-normal basis. And at that point, I would probably invite them into my group or figure out a way to...
0: Like a compromise. Yeah.
2: Figure out a way, like, you can, like, be with both groups. Because once you get to the dance, it's kind of just... Everyone. Right, everyone
0: separates anyway. Yeah. Like, I definitely agree with that. I would say yes, because if you put that much effort into yeah. thinking about me and asking me, of course I'm going to say yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And my friend group, if they're truly my friends, they'll understand and they'll even be, like, accepting of the person <laughs> who asked me. Like, they would be, like, snaps, you know, like, going off. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah. So I would, like, make a compromise, of course, and, like, maybe invite them to the group or tell my friends I'd meet them there. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, groups are really just for pictures if we're being honest and, yeah. like, we don't take a lot of pictures so like we could even all meet up at the dance like it's just compromise yeah
2: I've seen this happen before in other people and other people's experiences and I've seen them find a way to take pictures with both groups or be able to spend time with both groups of both their groups of friends
1: yeah totally so on the topic of friends um Let's say your best friend or a really close friend uh, just broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, but you have a huge test the next day that you need to prepare for. Um, how would you go about, like, helping your friend, but also making sure that you are ready for what's happening the next day? I
0: have done this before, so I kind of, wow, well, I can kind of multitask, you know. So I would look over, like, a card or something, and then as they're speaking, like, it's also it just depends on the time of day like of course I can set a couple hours for studying but I can also set a couple hours for my friends and you know we can work simultaneously we can be like hey if you need a break right now and like you just want to cry or like like sometimes you got to get it off their mind so I'll be like hey you want to help me study for this test or I'll complain about the teacher not not actually love all my teachers um <laughs> anyways <laughs> like, The thing is, is that if they're my best friend, I'm going to be there for my best friend. Like, a test does matter, but let's say this is a huge test. I probably, I'm one of those people who, like, prepares in advance, so I'd be, like, studying a couple days in advance. I have time in the morning. I can wake up early, stay up late. I mean, but, like, my friend is another human being, and you have to be cognizant of their feelings, and, like, especially if they're your best friend, like, you have to be there for them.
2: So, unlike Jessica, I can't really multitask, (laughs) and I don't really (laughs) save my studying and, like, Or I don't spread my studying out. I kind of do it the day before. So if they were to break up with their boyfriend or girlfriend, I feel like I would get my studying in like first two hours and get it done with, and like not be distracted during those two hours, and then just give them all my attention for until I go to bed. And even if they're still, they need like help during the time that I'm studying, I'll do like what uh, Jessica said, and I'll help them study because they probably also have a test the next day as well and there's a chance so they should be prepared for that as well so it helped them to study for that get their mind off of that and then talk about whatever they needed to after
1: yeah totally so um you both talked about like giving uh time and attention to the person, um, what are other ways that you can like help them get over that? I mean like it doesn't always
0: have to be just like get them off like get it off their mind or like talk to them. I mean like sometimes you just need time to like sit and cry. So I'll just be like hey do you need like some time alone for a little bit like I'd send them, like, a playlist. Like, it doesn't have to be necessarily that they're talking to me. Like, I still want to be there for them, but when they're ready. So they could, like, go out with their parents. If their parents are like, hey, I'm going to the store, like, tell them to go with them. Because, like, maybe you need to talk to your mom and dad. And, like, maybe you just need love from someone else. You know, like, it doesn't have to be me. Mm -hmm. So
2: in my opinion, like Jessica said, yeah, that's, that's really good. But something that I feel like helps is food. I feel like food is something that everyone can be happy about and it always makes someone happy. So Taco
0: Bell. Yeah.
2: So always so you can like ask them what they're craving at the time and go get go with them eat food and then after done eating see how they're feeling and depending on how they're feeling if they're ready to talk to you or if they want to keep talking to you about what happened then it kind of relieves them a little bit and it makes it easier to talk about for them.
1: Mhm. Not going to lie, you guys sound like great friends. So um, <laughs> Let's switch tracks a little bit. We're going to talk about you. So oh, hypothetically, oh you have a crush on someone, but they have a boyfriend or girlfriend. How do you go about approaching that situation? See, I
0: couldn't be a homewrecker. Like, I could not be the reason that people break up unless, like, it's, like, a bad relationship and that's not something they should be a part of, but, like, that's very small chance. So if someone, like, if I do have a crush on someone, then I find out that they're already dating someone, I have to step back because I can't, like like I'm literally have friends with this situation and the thing is is that it's not only disrespectful to the other person in the relationship that is could be possibly getting cheated on but it's also disrespectful to yourself your rep the other people's rep like it just it's not a good look to be a homewrecker it's not cute it's not something to be proud of because breaking people up who have like either love for each other or like major respect for each other that shows that you can't respect other people's wishes, and, like, that's just not something I could do.
2: And if there are two people that are dating and they're still, like, going really well, there's no reason for you to go in and give them a reason to think about their relationship and think that there should be something else that they should be doing, or they, maybe they're not right for each other, even though they're doing perfectly fine without you intruding in. So if I was in this situation, I would do what Jessica did, and I would kind of take a step back, and I would realize that they're already in a relationship, and she's already happy, and there's no point in me going in and trying to change her feelings for my happiness.
0: Right. Like, that. it's kind of selfish. And also, it's not like this person just going to happen to be the love of your life, like the person that you envision your future with. Like, Because if they already have someone, then maybe it wasn't meant to be, and it's not worth it. Because let's say they do break up, and then y'all get together. What happens when it happens to you? Yeah. Like, let's say the same thing happens to you, you would be just as hurt. So it's, it's just not cool.
2: Or even like she was saying, if it happens to you, what would happen if she goes back and thinks about was what I did right by breaking up with this other person for him or her and that's not really something that you would want in a relationship you would want it as mutual both sides totally invested in it and not thinking about something else so
1: yeah um so you guys actually have lots of great advice I'm impressed very (laughs) impressed um but you are still freshman and on the topic of not being able to drive, just this, what happens in the scenario of you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you want to go on a formal date, like somewhere not close to your house that you can't walk to or like, I don't know, um, how do you get there? Can they drive? Like, is this like a situation where they can't drive either?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it definitely wouldn't be my parents. Yeah. It would not be my I, parents. I feel
2: like if it's a formal date... I would not feel comfortable with my parents driving me, but if you have, like, an older friend, like, that's, like, mutual friends with both of you guys and is, like, a good friend, because I have seen this happen before, and there was a relationship where two people weren't able to drive, but they had a really good friend that was an, an upperclassman. He was able to drive, so if they ever wanted to go somewhere, he was more than happy to drive them. Also uh-huh.
0: Like a personal Uber? <laughs> kind of. Chauffeur.
2: But... Yeah, so I feel like that would be one way that I would go there. Yeah.
0: Um, I actually, like, this is kind of a tough question because, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, it's kind of hard if you want to go to a formal date. But, like, let's say your parents don't agree or, like, their parents don't either and neither of you can drive. Like, I would say that... I know that you said that it has to be, like, like, let's say it's far away, but I could see, like, a formal date even just being as simple as, like, you know, like a picnic somewhere, mm-hmm. just, like, dressing cute or, like, I don't know, just laying under the stars. Like, it, it doesn't have to be anything special, special. Like, of course you do want to have those moments, but if you if you guys have mutual love for each other, you can just spend time to, with each other, and it doesn't have to be far away, and you don't have to drive somewhere, even though that would be really nice.
2: <laughs> so if this is for, like, someone else as well, if they feel comfortable with their parents driving them or they haven't talked to like the other parents before or like haven't really had like conversation with them this would be like a good opportunity like if it's a formal date to like talk to their parents and for their parents to get to know you and feel more comfortable with you dating their uh child
1: along with the idea of um underclassmen not being able to drive just like some some of that strategy stuff a lot of people can say that um high schoolers don't have like Maybe the mental capacity, or just um, the ability to love. Um, what would you guys say to someone who's like, you can't, you can't fall in love in high school? I think that's just
0: completely brainless, and I'm just gonna say it's pretty idiotic. Because if you have to base. Something on age and that's what you think about like age superiority or anything of the sort like thinking that age Dictates someone's mindset or like what they believe in or what they can and can't do. That's Kind of dumb like I'm not saying that you're gonna fall in love when you're eight years old but I'm saying that like as you grow your love also grows so you have to learn to develop and You learn to love through experiences. And, like, you can truly love someone that's just your friend. Like, you can have, like, full-hearted love for someone who's, like, your best friend. Like, it doesn't have to... Like, even romantic love, sure. You can learn from a romantic experience what you believe love is. Because love is a concept. It's not something that can be dictated. It's more of, like, a thought. And it's what you believe. So, if you dictate someone else's beliefs for love through their age, then you don't even know what their belief of love is. So you just kind of can't judge what they believe in by their age.
2: So yeah, alongside that, I kind of just have one thing to say about this. I mean, there are examples of high school relationships that have turned into marriages. And like she said, age shouldn't dictate whether or not they can have a relationship. Because if two people truly love each other, then there should be no reason for them not to date. And there should be no one stopping them saying that they cannot date. So, in my opinion, dating in high school can be pointless depending on how fast you take the relationship and how mature the people are in the relationship. But there should be no one else saying that yes, you should be able to date or no, you shouldn't be able to date. That should be a decision that you make on your own.
1: Yeah, so um, what I get from that is that it's all depending on maturity and um, there shouldn't be an overarching assumption of love in high school so with that um thank you guys so much for coming in Um, i actually had a lot of fun talking about love (laughs) with freshmen so (laughs) that's a new experience for me um so yeah do you have anything you want to add at the end oh not really happy valentine's day love is love love everyone this is just just give love with your heart great so thank you guys hi my name is grace kirtley and i'm chloe baker we're the web editors of the lancer feed Thanks for listening and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Lancer Feed. Tune in next time.